Good morning and welcome to the Greenfield Baptist Sermons Podcast. Each week we will be uploading the focus scripture and sermon from Greenfield Baptist Church in Northeast Pennsylvania. Thank you for joining us. Hey everyone, I've got a few quick announcements to make just to keep you guys posted with what's going on. So announcement number one, we are working on making some plans for VBS and reopening church. Nothing is set in stone yet, but we are going to be releasing announcements soon concerning uh, when we will try to reopen different ministries around the church and um, what we are going to be doing about Vacation Bible School this summer. So please check your mailboxes. I will probably be mailing out things, might be making phone calls and letting people know what's going on. Uh, We'll also keep the Facebook page and the website updated concerning those changes. So please keep your ear to the ground and we will keep you posted with what's going on. And the other announcement is that the food pantry uh, has shifted the hours that they are accepting donations. Uh, So that's Monday through Friday from 10 in the morning to 11 in the morning. Um, That's the only time you can drop off food. They're just trying to limit people coming in and out because they don't want to spread anything. So if you're interested in those opportunities or others, um, please feel free to call the church and we'll keep you posted as best as we can. How you guys doing? Happy Mother's Day. I, uh, (laughs) I know that my mom has been a huge blessing in my life and so we're gonna delve into some scripture on that before i go any further uh, i do want to recognize that while this day is tailored towards mothers that we all have something to glean from it and that while it's often a happy time that brings people together it can also be a really hard time for some people for those who've lost mothers for those who are not able to conceive uh, or for those who have lost children um, whether during stages of pregnancy or uh, later on in life. Uh, And so um, I want to offer our sincere condolences uh, for those who are having a hard time with this holiday. Uh, We love you and we're here for you. But shifting away from uh, some of the sad focuses, I want to really point in on the blessing of mothers. We all have or have had at some point a mother. Um, There might be some people who are watching this who've never even gotten to meet their mom. But recognizing the importance of women and the roles that they play in our lives, even if they weren't necessarily our mother, I think is huge. And so that's why I picked out the scriptural passage we're going to be in today. We're going to be in Proverbs 31, 10 through 31. So let's dig in. A wife of noble character, who can find? She is worth far more than rubies. Her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. She brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. She selects wool and flax and works with eager hands. She is like the merchant ships bringing her food from afar. She gets up while it is still night She provides food for her family and portions for her female servants. She considers a field and buys it. Out of her earnings, she plants a vineyard. She sets about her work vigorously. Her arms are strong for her tasks. She sees that her trading is profitable and her lamp does not go out at night. In her hand, she holds the distaff and grasps the spindle with her fingers. 
She opens her arms to the poor and extends her hands to the needy. When it snows, she has no fear for her household, for all of them are clothed in scarlet. She makes coverings for her head. She is clothed in fine linen and purple. Her husband is respected at the city gate, where he takes his seat among the elders of the land. She makes linen garments with sashes. She is clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. She speaks with wisdom, and faithful instruction is on her tongue. She watches over the affairs of her household. She does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children arise and call her blessed, and her husband also, and he praises her. Many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Honor her for all that her hands have done, and let her works bring her praise at the city gate. I hope that this word really touched you guys, uh, and I want you to take a moment to prepare your hearts for worship. Welcome back. I wanted to do something a little bit unorthodox today. So what I ended up doing for this sermon is I called a bunch of different moms. Uh, I called my mother, I called my girlfriend's mother, I called uh, several different moms uh, and grandmothers and uh, within the church to get their perspective on what it's like to be a mom. Because speaking from experience, I can give no insight into what it means to be a mother. Because I am a male who has no children. So I thought that it would be good to get some perspective on what it really means to be a mom. So the first question I asked was, what does it mean to be a mother? Uh, and I got all kinds of great responses to this one. Um, but overall, it really pointed towards having a family to working hard to take care of and raise children and to be a little bit of everything. To be the one who um, keeps the house clean and in order, who uh, helps teach the children, who helps um, kind of corral the household. It's a big responsibility, but a huge blessing. That was kind of the main theme from uh, all of these answers. And I'm, I'm putting the responses, some of them are a little paraphrased, uh, up on the screen so that you guys can kind of follow along and, and see what these mothers said. I would have probably done a video montage like I did for uh, Christmas Eve, but with the whole social distancing thing, I didn't think that was the wisest idea. The next question is, what is your favorite part of being a mother? And I had thought that this was really cool because most of the responses were about watching the children grow, develop, turn into unique people uh, who might be different both from the mother and father, but are working on following the Lord and growing in those things that they learned as a child. The most stressful part was also uh, pretty consistent. It was when they could see that their children were hurting or straying from the path that they should be on. These mothers, they wanted to make sure that their children wouldn't be hurt, that they wouldn't go in a place that wouldn't be good for them. And that that's what stressed them out the most, was worrying about their kids not 
doing what they could do, not having the life that their mothers feel they deserve or that they could achieve. What makes a mom proud? That was my next question. Is what, what makes you proud as a mom? And the responses were also not unanimous, but pretty similar. A lot of them were about watching kids go out and do good things, being kind to strangers, to uh, even just listening and obeying the things that they were taught as children, and learning lessons and growing in the Lord. What I thought was really cool, my last question was, what would make you feel appreciated as a mother this Mother's Day? And the response really seemed to be relational. It wasn't about stuff. It was about spending time together. It was about hearing from their children, about being together as a family. And I think that all of this shows how important it is to have a good female figure in someone's life. And that doesn't even necessarily mean a mother. But having someone who wants to nurture you and see you grow. Something that I always thought was kind of cool was that Jesus compared himself to a mother hen at one point. Saying he wanted to gather up Israel under his wings. He wanted to protect his people. Jesus compared himself to a mother. Obviously, he was a guy, but I just thought that that's so beautiful that God loves us and protects over us. Uh, another example of where God was kind of like a mom uh, was in creation. It says that the Holy Spirit was hovering above the waters. And that word for hovering is hovering sort of like a, again, going back to the whole uh, like a chicken over the egg, uh, protecting and, and nurturing. That hovering was a, a loving, doting sort of hovering. Going back to the scriptural passage, uh, starting in verse 10. A wife of noble character, who can find? She is worth far more than rubies. Her husband has full confidence in her and lacks Nothing of value. It's valuable. It is priceless to have a woman who is of noble character. I think that there is so much that we can see in this passage. But first off, a woman is a valued member of the family and society. We need to recognize the importance of women. The next thing that really stuck out to me is uh, in verses 16 through 18. She considers this field and buys it. Out of her earnings, she plants a vineyard. She sets about her work vigorously. Her arms are strong for the tasks. She sees that her trading is profitable and her lamp does not go out at night. She is making money, she is investing in real estate, uh, and developing that, and uses that to provide for her family. She runs her own business. This woman of noble character isn't just some housewife who 
cleans up around the house and cooks a dinner. No, she is running her own business. She's making clothing. She's buying and developing land. She has some authority to do these things. And she's viewed as noble and strong and good for doing those things. I think sometimes we can have a wrong picture on women in the Bible. Women in God's plan are to be empowered like this. Now, we know that in the household there is a certain, I wouldn't say hierarchy, but there's a balance that's supposed to be had in marriage. And so it's not that the woman gets all the power, but we do need to recognize that God wants women to be able to have power and authority to do things like this. And I think that we can accidentally end up holding people back if we're not careful in encouraging women to thrive and to go out and to work. The next thing we see in a woman of noble character is someone who takes care of others. In verse 20, she opens her arms to the poor and extends her hands to the needy. She has hospitality. Again, it goes back to that loving, that caring, that nurturing. A woman of noble character is one who is, yes, strong and assertive, maybe runs her own business or, or works from home or uh, has a job somewhere. But she also takes the time to care for people, even strangers. The last thing that really stuck out to me was uh, at the end, verse 26, she speaks with wisdom and faithful instruction is on her tongue. And verse 31, honor her for all that her hands have done and let her works bring her praise at the city gate. The Bible is encouraging us to listen to the words of wisdom from women. If she is a woman of noble character and who in verse 26, uh, has faithful instruction on her tongue. Obviously, no matter who's speaking, man or woman, we need to recognize and, and think critically for ourselves. I'm human. I'm, I'm very fallible. I could say something that isn't true, not on purpose. I don't want to mislead you, but at the same time, I'm not perfect. So you should listen to what I'm saying and, and think for yourself. Go back to the Bible. If I say something that doesn't line up with the Bible, Correct me on it, please. I'm not perfect. But when we recognize someone who speaks with wisdom and has the instruction, the word of God in their heart, we should listen to them. We should respect them. And we should honor them. In verse 31, it says, bring her praise at the city gate. We should publicly acknowledge the women who do wonderful hard work in our lives and in the ministry, whether it's our mothers, whether it's our sisters, whether it's our sisters in Christ who are doing things around the church. One example that really comes to mind is Anne, our secretary. She works long, hard hours here at the church and does all kinds of things from answering the phones to folding papers. She goes to the post office almost every day and drops off all kinds of stuff to be mailed out. That's awesome. And we need to recognize and praise people like that and thank them. So maybe you aren't a mother, or maybe you don't have a mother anymore. 
But make sure you're taking time to recognize these women of noble character that are present here in our lives and in our church. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you have a blessed day. Let's close in prayer. Dear God, we thank you for mothers, for our mothers, for the mothers in our congregation, the mothers in our neighborhood, and the women who have stepped up to the role of mother, even though they aren't a mother themselves, uh, through adoption. Uh, God, I thank you so much for women of noble character who are grounded in faith, who look to you in everything that they do, who are good and faithful servants who work hard, who are of noble character, who serve you, who are hospitable to others, who are nurturing and taking care of other people. We thank you for them. And we thank you for the men. I'm not overlooking them in any way, but because today's Mother's Day, I really wanted to hammer home the importance of women. So thank you for all of the uh, men as well. But today especially, Lord, we want to thank you for all of the, all of the women. Uh, just because you made them second doesn't mean you made them second rate or second best. Uh, and so we thank you for all that they do. And we pray a special blessing, uh, especially over the mothers on this Mother's Day. Pray that you would bring families together today uh, and keep people safe in spite of this disease that's going around. Uh, and help us to serve you as a congregation. In your name I pray.